Hello again, it's Danny Howell, host of uh, Tales from Southern Indiana. Just had a little uh, train song introduction to this episode where I uh, wanted to share some reminiscences of uh, trains and, and cabs. Um, not that they necessarily go together, I guess. So in my little town of about 5,000 people, there was a train station. And there was a passenger train, and it went from my town to the county seat, which was about 10 miles away, and back. Cost 50 cents. Uh, Old-fashioned cars with brass railings, and you uh, sit in there and watch the little countryside go by with a mail pouch, tobacco barns, and whatnot. And uh, don't know why there was a train that just went from there and back, kind of like Hooterville and Betty Go Junction. And uh, at any rate, it did, and uh, I, I do remember riding it a couple of times. So my hometown was founded because it was a place where two uh, train lines crossed, the Monon and the B&O, and, uh, uh, which made for nice long waits uh, whenever the trains were coming through and actually had traffic, traffic back up in a 5,000-person town. Normally we wouldn't have. Uh, my town had no stoplights and had some four-way stops, but if two cars ever came up at the same time, they had to get out and talk about it for 20 minutes to figure out what to do. At any rate, uh, the town uh, the town sprung up because of trains, but it wasn't originally supposed to come there. Trains were supposed to cross at another location, maybe about five miles out. And the word of that caused the town to spring up. Maybe, I guess, in the 1830s or 1840s or something like that, maybe a little later. At any rate, it sprung up. It was called uh, Spring Mill Village, and the train didn't come through. And it was a, a very interesting little village that uh, had a uh, grist mill and uh, a place to, to uh, for a livery stable and uh, made, made a place made alcohol and whatnot. But it gradually became a ghost town. And around 1900, 1910 or so, it was a place where people used to go and picnic. But nobody lived there anymore. And then during the Depression, the, uh, uh, the Civilian Conservation Corps, I believe, build a state park there, partly because it was a place where people could come together. And they built uh, a lovely uh, stone hotel, which is still there today and it's quite nice. And they did a reconstruction of the uh, Spring Mill Village and rebuilt the grist mill according to the original plans. And some of the log cabins were still uh, there or the log set were there and the cabins may have collapsed. They used as much original material as they could and now it's a, quite a fine attraction, really one of the nicest state parks in the area. But that, uh, that was, that was uh, you know, one of, the, one of the things that I recall just about the happenstance of when trains came. Of course, it didn't produce a wonderful town. Uh, my hometown was just what it was, gradually more and more dysfunctional every year it went by. But at any rate, there you go. So apart from trains, we had, uh, when I was a boy, a taxi, one taxi in town. Driver was an alcoholic, and uh, my mother used to smell his breath before the, the driver, before he would, she would take the cab. And, uh, uh, and, and alcohol seemed to be related to the taxi in town. Because I had a brother who was a bellhop at the hotel, the state park uh, inn that I just mentioned, and um, no liquor was, was sold at the hotel. So he would arrange for anybody who wanted liquor to give him an order, and he would call the uh, taxi driver, and he would buy the liquor. He would sell it to my brother for twice what he paid for it, and my brother would sell it to the guest for twice what he paid for it. One or another way to get things done. 
So, at any rate, there's a couple of memories for uh, sharing with you, and I appreciate uh, your attention, and uh, see you later. Bye. Thank you.